Hello everybody, good day, good evening and today we are going to be discussing majorly about the sequel episode of the World War 1 which we had created with our superstar guest Mr. Gidnandi. So today we would like to mention the things which had happened after the World War 1 that is all the major consequences and all the events which were placed in World War 2. So this episode will be totally oriented within the episode of the World War 2 and all the stuffs related to it. So today I am back again with my superstar guest who is well versed in geopolitics. He is a geopolitics geek and he is an India aspirant and he is well versed in many other stuffs. So today I would like to gladly welcome Mr. Praneet Gidnandi. So Mr. Gidnandi, I would like to welcome you to my podcast. Thank you Anish, thank you very much for having me over here. I am glad to be here man. So, Mr. Gidnandi, last time we had left the podcast in all the consequences of World War I mm-hmm. and we had given a bit of brief of World War II even. So, would you okay. like to, you know, summarize our first episode so that my viewers gonna get some revision type of thing mm-hmm. before entering the World War II? Okay, so World War One, I, I call them actually a tribal wars of Europe, European tribal wars, so to say. One country versus another country, one empire versus another empire, which led into a massive global scale of war, which also known as World War One or the Great World War. And that led to the another world war that is World War Two. And it had a chain reaction as well. Events which took place in World War One eventually made into the World War Two, eventually created the World War Two actually. Okay, so in World War One we saw that there were multiple powerhouses like Germany, United States, Britain, France, Italy and all. And yes, after this Treaty of Versailles, it was like a temporary ceasefire between these superpower countries. It was after then after a decade or so, the treaty was broken and we have this World War II. It was led by Adolf Hitler, Mussolini, Hirohito and many other groups. So how did World War II initially begin? Like you said that World War I was majorly a controversy between two countries. Similarly, was uh, World War II the result of Adolf Hitler's monic thoughts or there was some other reason behind the taking place of World War II? See, I don't think Hitler deserves that world demonic, okay? Hitler is actually a great leader. He brought Germany to the pinnacle of industrialization and he was the one who saved Germany from shattering into pieces. What happened is that after World War One, there was a great recession and which eventually led to this rise of the Third Reich. Okay, so can you just mention a bit of this Third Reich? This Third Reich happened in 1930s. This is Weimar Republic. After World War I, Germany became a democratic republic known as Weimar Republic. However, economic hardships and political instability paved the way to this extremist parties like the Nazi party and all. And due to which the Nazi gained popularity and gained the power. And we have this player called Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler was a soldier of German and he fought in World War I. He even won this medal, Iron Cross which is the highest gallantry military award and he was a very brave soldier and after the defeat of Germany in World War One, he felt the sensation that the Jews were backstabbed the Jews backstabbed Germany the fatherland and because of which he developed this uh, anti-semitism thoughts and all so as you mentioned Germany as fatherland. Yes. So can you just give a bit of brief about what is fatherland actually? In India, yes. we refer our country as motherland. Yes. So why do Germans represent their country as fatherland? 
It depends upon the culture. Okay, the German culture says that they call their country fatherland. In general, it's a word called distinct land, something like that. And we call India as Bharat. Same like that. We call India Bharat Mata because we have some sentiments with mothers. And I think it's mainly German. Uh, I mean, European culture which differentiates this motherland and fatherland. Okay, so yeah. that was the reason. Okay. So, can you just briefly describe how Hitler's childhood was taking place? Because I guess you yes. know, being of so hated to Jewish and uh, Jewish mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. I guess there might be some past history with the uh, Jews because. As Hitler was so horrific person, mm. so I guess there might be some past thing which traumatized him against the Jews. See this, uh, he developed this anti-Semitism thoughts after the World War One. Actually, before that, coming to this, uh, his childhood, he was only child and he had siblings, but all were dead. Okay, so he was subjugated to his love and affection of his mother. only him only because in his childhood he was very lonely he was very kind of introverted person he had very few little friends and he was he was like a nerd see hitler developed this anti-semitism anti-semitism means hatred towards jews it's called anti-semitism and he developed this feelings after the world war 1 actually he felt that jews backstabbed the fatherland and because of which germany lost the world war 1 and he was a brave soldier he knows the pain of losing a war because of which he developed this anti-semitism and soon he was met by a leader of this cult and which eventually developed into a nazi party and they participated in election two times and after the world war 1 germany was controlled by this chancellors so this government was quite very leftist it was a kind of communism type and because of which because of this harsh recession extreme inflation and all there was this rise of extreme parties like nazism and all and they even participated in election multiple times but every time they were able to secure one or two seats only but once they made into parliament it was no stop for them and even eventually hitler went on to become a chancellor and that's where this all began okay so as we just got some brief about hitler mm-hmm. i guess it might be great that we can enter the all the information about world war 2 now mm-hmm. basically yes. how the world war 2 arose and how all the countries just got involved in this world war 2 scenario yes. and what ended and what were the consequences of world war 2 mm-hmm. so can you just take your words on it yes uh, see this world war 2 was a global conflict that lasted from around 1939 to 1945 it began when germany led by adolf hitler invaded poland prompting britain and france to declare war on germany see there are multiple friction points as i uh, said in this nuclear episode there are multiple friction points which can trigger this world war the same way back then also they had multiple friction points see if we can take the example of italy italy had this fascist leader benito mussolini he was a dictator of italy and eventually he joined the axis powers that is germany italy and imperial japan even imperial japan was making this atrocities in south china sea this this chinese territories and all they were kind of very expansionist powers Okay, so mm. that was a kind of brief, like how World War Two actually began. Mm. So after all these uh, scenarios, right? What were actually happening in the war? Like, which country was against which country, mm-hmm. and what were the teams with yeah. the positive side and the negative side? Like, which countries were in the favor of uh, Germany, and mm. which countries were in the favor of Britain or France? Okay, see, before coming to this positive side and negative side, let's discuss about this anti-Semitism. Okay, there was this Holocaust. They were getting rid of this Jews from their countries, 
by very terrible manner by creating concentration camps and all by killing Jews there are around 6 million Jews killed in this massacre this 6 million number is nothing in comparison to what atrocities were committed by Winston Churchill on Indians and other colonizers committed these crimes in these other countries so as you just mentioned that Jews were getting away from the countries mm -hmm. so my question is that why everyone were just all the countries why were they just targeting this particular community that is a Jewish community were they just facing any problems with their culture or any other problems not all the countries but specifically to be mentioned this Germany okay so they were facing this problems from Jews because most of the businesses which were owned which were run in Germany were owned by Jews and the Jews were kind of like they always backstab they are always cunning till now all the problems which are on this planet earth are because of Jews 9-11 this war on terror, this American CIA operations and all this are all, everything has Jewish hand behind that. Okay, so that was yeah. the main reason why Germany was against the Jewish ideology. Yes, yes, yes. So, let's get back to the topic mm -hmm. when we were discussing about all the countries mm -hmm. and some ideologies. Yes. See, to mention two things which were fighting against each other in this World War II was this Axis powers and Allied powers. Axis powers are Germany, Japan and Italy. Allied powers are United States, Britain and France. Okay, along with that its colonies as well. Let's split this event by year by year. Okay, what happens is that what to begin in 1939. From 1939 to 1940, Germany swiftly conquered Poland, Denmark, Norway, Belgium and Netherlands and France eventually. They employ this strategy called Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg is an ancient Mongol strategy which is like Concentrating all your firepower at pinpoint location and bridging to the wall and conquering the enemy territory like hundreds of kilometers in a day or thousands of kilometers in a week. That's a strategy which Germans used and it was very pretty successful. And before there was this pact between Stalin and Adolf Hitler that Adolf Hitler will not invade Soviet Union and they divide this Poland half and half, half for Soviet Union, half for Germany, something like that. But once this German army, that's Luftwaffe and German U-boats, once these gain upper hand in the war, what Hitler thinks is that instead of taking Britain, instead of concentrating my power on Britain, let me take Soviet Union first. It will give my men more land and more resources and then later on we'll take United Kingdom. But the things were not easy for him because he launched this Operation Barbarossa. This was invasion of Soviet Union. And he launched this in June of 1941. He was unaware of this Russian winter. See, this Russian winter always plays a quite significant role in Russian wars. Okay. Vladimir Zelensky is facing this. Okay. Yes. And yeah, German forces were freezed to death in thousands and hundreds and thousands. And the German air force was not capable of supplying tools and weapons, ammo and all. And because of which Germans eventually pushed back from Soviet Union and the counter-offensive of this starts from Soviet Union. Soviets lost so much blood. Soviet flooded with blood to liberate Europe. And today here we are telling that Soviet Union or Russia is a threat for Europe. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. So how did Japan played the role in World War II? Like how did Japan enter the World War II? Mm -hmm. Okay, Japan. Japanese entry is very... Interesting. Okay, Japan was mining its business and US was mining its business in this war. What happened is that Japan attacked Pearl Harbor in December of 1941. 
attack on Pearl Harbor. It was like a very surprise attack on it. And in retaliation, United States entered into World War II. That's where the big dog enters the World War II, actually. And yes, this is how Japanese, you know, wrote their own death on the paper. Okay, so that's how Japan entered the World War II. So, can you just briefly explain that how Japanese army fought in the World War II and what was the major role played by Japanese army? Hmm. Okay, so coming to this, Japan right now is a sleeping giant. It has this fake mask which has been imposed by United States on this like anime and all. It's not very native for Japanese but Japan has no army, it has a defense force and after the World War II, the sovereignty and the security of Japan was, you know, is overlooked by United States right now. Okay, it's like, it's like if you attack Japan, it's like you're attacking United States too. What led to this is that Japan historically was very brutal society, okay. I'm not talking about the Edo period. I'm talking after the Edo period. Imperial Japan has this hunger for expansion. They wanted to expand their land and their territory. Because of which they started war with China. And they were pretty successful in that as well. And coming to this soldiers who like how do they fight? Most of the soldiers of the Japanese army were drug addicts. They used to take heavy drugs before going to the war. Because of which they did multiple war crimes and atrocities in Japanese and Korean Peninsula. Okay, like uh, insulting this long swords and genitals of females and all. And uh, like beheading uh, prisoners of war like multiple war crimes they committed and all and even indians suffered more because of this japanese invasion they were up to this northeast no not far east of india came up to impal okay but the royal indian army pushed them back and it's a very long story okay and this is how japanese used to fight and they even used indians as the prisoners of war as a target for shooting practice that's the level of brutality they had and now they are like <laughs> yeah. Okay, so currently they are basically a peace-loving country, yes, 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 and they just—it was not—it was not like that always. Okay, so but in that time, right, they mm. were kind of really brutal country, very which brutal, they just brutal. wanted to, you know, expand their land, and they just loved violence. Mm, they just not basically love violence because they wanted violence. Okay, uh, see, there was this two school of thoughts. One is that they will take China, defeat Russia and enter Europe. Other school of thought was that going through sea routes like taking Philippines, taking Taiwan, taking Singapore and coming to India. From India, they will launch attack on Europe, something like that. But they found out that Russians were pretty heavy on Japanese and there was multiple Japanese and Russian wars which were fought. And in that, Japanese were lost very brutally. So they automatically decide to come through this naval route. So that's why Japan is called a naval power. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Even if Japanese would have entered, hypothetically, if entered into Europe, then things would have, would have been very brutal for Europeans. Okay, so I guess it was a really good time that the big dog just, you know, yes, stopped yes, Japan yes, 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 instead yes. of uh, entering to Europe. Yes. Or else if Japan would have entered Europe, then consequences of World War II might have uh, differed. But as we see today. Even if Japan would have entered India, they would have done the same thing. Okay, it was great that United States stepped into World War II. Okay. Yes. So, like, I just wanted to speak about the big dog, how it placed its role in the World War II. But I guess we have to keep the main thing 
apart from the end mm. not currently so See, i don't think so that united states has a name big dog but it is not a big dog it just has a picture of big dog what is the real gangster here is the soviet union yes keep soviet union at the last okay then okay so currently let's discuss about uk then how uk you know took part in world war 2 and majorly we were under the rule of uk at that time mm-hmm. so how even indians played their role you know attacking the germany on the behalf of the mm-hmm. army and how everything just took place in the see this uh, europeans had this multiple colonies all over the world in africa in asia in southern america and all and there were wars going on in that region as well because for example let's consider country a is a colony of france and country b is a colony of germany so hypothetically they both are in war because they both are the part of germany and france okay so there was this multiple wars going all over the world and uk was uh, at that time was not a hy- super it was a hyperpower actually it's two times bigger than superpower actually hyperpower they had multiple colonies and all and they entered into world war 2 because to safeguard their colonies that's the only thing because of which they entered into world war 2 and to speak about this mainland of united kingdom that is called great britain it was very far away from homeland of europe it is it is kind of island okay it is not attached to any part of european landmass because of which it was blessing for them so to say but there were this attacks on their naval vessels as well with this sophisticated german u boats and all at that time it was sophisticated german u boats attacked on this multiple sms ships and all and the most of the attacks on britain was done by by air force plus luftwaffe and the counter attack was done by raf that is royal air force and most of the battle was done either in the water or in the air Okay so that's how UK just placed its role in World War 2. So I guess let's speak about a country which was I guess occupied majorly by Germany at one point of time during World War 2. Mm-hmm. So let's speak about France then. Mm-hmm. So how was its contribution towards World War 2 and what all it did to World War 2 and how it protected its own mainland while uh, Germany was consequently attacking the land of uh, France and how it protected its colony because even uh, France <coughs> had its colony during World War 2. Yes. So how did it protected its colony? <laughs> France is actually a joke. Okay, France uh, always, def- uh, no, always loses war. After the Napoleonic era, France was n- France never had a great leader like Napoleon. After after him, and you know this Hitler raises war on France and even reaches Paris in within weeks. And uh, to liberate France, United States sends its Marine Corps. There was this famous battle called uh, D-Day on uh, Normandy beach of France. which was currently occupied by german at that time and there was this fierce battle at the beach and they eventually pushed back germans inch by inch inch by inch it was terrible for them as well but yeah germans fought very hard and we are giving respect for france because it only has permanent seat in united states security council <laughs> yeah apart from that france always waves this white flag okay so i guess it was totally a waste about speaking france <laughs> like what what france played its role in world war 2 yeah. so let's leave france apart yeah. then uh, let's speak about how soviet union played its role in uh, world war 2 and uh, how it you know mm-hmm. played its major mm-hmm. role and how it you know backfired hitler from taking some areas about soviet union mm-hmm. okay see soviet union entered this world war 2 in 19 for june of 1941 to be precise stalin knew that 
Hitler will attack him one or the other day, but he didn't anticipate that he will attack this very soon. Like he attacked very soon this Operation Barbarossa, which was launched. It was very soon, and they were just like twelve kilometers from Moscow, that is capital of Soviet Union. If they would have eventually pushed and took Moscow, and Soviet Union has fallen. But what Hitler decides is that instead of going for Moscow, he decides to go for Stalingrad. Just because Stalingrad has the name Stalin in it, okay. because of that reason, he decides to go for Stalingrad. And yeah, even Stalingrad has this manufacturing industries, bridges, and all. But instead of war, it becomes a big street fight. There are multiple snipers all over the street, and yeah, it became like a street fight, like pillow fighting. Yeah, because of which it gave more time for Soviets to recoup, to reassemble, and uh, yeah, they eventually. Made it, and to be honest, Soviets are the one who liberated Europe from the Nazis, not the Americans. Americans just played a very, uh, you know, very little role, but they advertised, they propagated it in a such a way by this Hollywood movies, by the stories and all. People think that actually Americans liberated Europeans, but that's not the case. That's the Soviet units who, you know, flooded this river of blood and liberated Europeans. From this Nazi clause, yes, there was this even tanks which were rolling right after manufacturing. Even its testing would have done in war itself, without any paint, without any you know testing and all. Directly manufactured, boom, into war. Manufactured into war. Yeah, that's the level of dedication. That's the level of patriotism they had towards their country. And even Stalin ha- has this famous quote: "One death is a tragedy." multiple deaths or millions of death is a statistics so when you discuss in a statistical level these deaths are not so tragical okay so mm-hmm. that was very really informative because soviet union's involvement i guess uh, most of people might not be knowing because mm-hmm. most of people mm-hmm. think that if the commission comes over world war 2 then people always think that us was playing a major role while they were actually playing in the world war 2 so coming after that let's speak about usa then mm-hmm. how usa played its role yeah okay so well when it comes to united states united states it had a caliber it had a, uh, you know potential to become a superpower it was actually on a verge to become superpower it was actually on a verge to become superpower actually hmm. and world war 2 was just like an, another opportunity for it to become one and the role united states played in world war 2 was actually it did play a role by supplying arms ammunition by supplying machineries for this allied powers and even they even they did even fought in world war 2 but the amount of deaths the american soldiers faced is no match for the amount of death the soviet soldiers uh, the soviet soldiers paved everything okay it was like everybody was willing to fight for the motherland yeah that's the thing and uh, the major twist in this world war 2 comes up in the in the form of nuclear weapons after uh, multiple times uh, they they attacked this japan mainland and uh, they refused to surrender yes eventually japanese were surrendered because of testing this two nuclear weapons one is fat man and another one is little boy and innocent men women children of hiroshima and nagasaki and which eventually led to the surrendering of imperial japan and followed by even germany surrendered and after soviet union and encircled germany berlin 
unconditionally they surrender and uh, there are these conspiracies around the death of hitler okay some people believe that hitler died out of suicide in his bunker because of the fear of russians but the real thing is he actually fled to argentina okay so that actually happened after world war 2 all the things which were placed after uh, world war 2 and how nazis and all the and the main uh, leader hitler escaped mm. after uh, the place of world war 2 mm. so i guess that's it might be for the podcast and and one more thing sir after this world war 2 world entered into one more phase that is cold war yes it and you know, this just world changed and after this world war 2 actually there was this formation of united states security council it has around five five permanent members and uh, india was offered multiple times by both soviet union and united states but our uh, shri 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 great prime minister mr shri jawahar lal nehru <laughs> refused it all the time because of which uh, china is ahead of us and uh, we are still struggling to get united states security council permanent membership yeah so this all will be discussed in uh, a simple episode of this that is cold war and i'm looking forward for that actually okay so that was an amazing podcast with you mr pranit gidandi as always and all the facts and information which you had presented on this podcast is really mesmerizing because you as you mentioned that soviet union mm. was uh, playing a huge role rather than usa mm. i guess most of the people might not be knowing about yes, it absolutely. and all the facts related to usa uk japan imperial japan so to say and all the things were uh, totally mentioned in the podcast i guess this was it for the podcast and we we are thankful to thankful for having you as a guest today and uh, thank you so much thank you very much uh, as i always say that i love sharing knowledge and this is one of the platforms where i share knowledge and thank you very much for having me so that was an amazing podcast with uh, mr pranit kidandi guys so thank you for watching the podcast and make sure to support the channel thank you so much and jai shri ram